What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's going on, people? It's another wonderful work week. Or at least it's a week. I mean, let's be real about that. But we're here. We're doing it. We're going to do it on up. You guys know who I am and you know what I do. We bring to you the best damn news show this side of the bay. Quite possibly the Mason-Dixon line. I don't know that. I don't even know that that's still a thing. But you know me. It still exists. Does it? Yes. Oh, all right. Fair enough. I am Johnny UC. With me, as always, is my sidekick, Tommy D. (laughs) Okay. Sidekicks. Hello, okay, everybody. How are you doing today? Hope, Sidekicks. Ho- ho- hopefully, you found somewhere cool to be because if you're outside right now, Oof. it is absolutely <laughs> brutal. So much has gone on this week since Friday. Whole bunch has gone on. None of it really surprises me, to be honest with you. But this is what we're going to start with. We have. The incomparable Colin Kaepernick. What a guy is! Guy is a class act, America. Class act, and uh, he has a a tiff with Nike. And well, we'll see if he got his way. Take a listen. Turn to Nike. Colin Kaepernick did not like the design of a patriotic sneaker, and the footwear company nixed it. The company now under fire. Jared Max is here with the whole story. Hey, Jared. Good morning, Dagan. Uh, the Nike Air Max One USA was created to celebrate our country's independence, but the sneaker will not be sold to the public. Uh, the sneakers were shipped to retailers, but then they were told to return them. The heel of the shoe features the Betsy Ross flag, 13 white stars in a circle, for the 13 U.S. colonies designed during the American Revolution. When former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick saw an image of the sneaker online, he contacted Nike. Made the face of a Nike ad campaign last year, Kaepernick, according to the Wall Street Journal, told Nike officials that he and others find the Betsy Ross flag an offensive symbol connected to slavery. Kaepernick, who transitioned from football player to activist, last played in 2016, initially was thought to be a dangerous choice by many for the Nike campaign. But since its launch, Nike sales have jumped. Great demand of the U.S. and China. Sales were up 4% in last year's fourth quarter to $10.8 billion. Wow. And this year, the stock is up more than 15%. 15% jump for Nike. Collar Kaepernick. What a joke. I'm sorry, but I completely understood where he was going. I get it. And now he's he's really just playing himself right now like okay, but my, my, I, my question is this is every flag now racist yes don't you know that I, it's 2019 I, 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 I mean you know come on people 
the design on the back of the shoe, if you haven't seen it, was the original flag for the United States. It's a circle of stars. Well, how dare you speak facts on this show? I mean, Good Lord. I mean, you know, but I mean, you know, if, if we're going to play that game, then you know, then you know, every flag out there can offend somebody. Well, exactly. I mean, like, um, animal rights activists should be all up in the air because, oh, you know, California's shit. flag is a bear. <laughs> yeah. And nobody got the bear's consent. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, you know, yeah. Well, and that the problem that you run into is, is the fact that you see so many people attempting to do away with history, to do away with what either is or we're going to simply just pretend like it never existed and never happened. Like there was some Yahoo, which for the sake of, you know, for argument that will leave her name out of it, but made a post on Facebook and it had a big picture of the gay pride flag, which is fine. No worries there. And then below it, it had the Confederate flag, and the Nazi flag. And so up above the gay pride flag, it said, I would rather swing this, you know, or display this, and then underneath the two other flags, than any two of these other flags. And I'm just like, well, the Nazi flag, I absolutely get. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No harm there. You know, because I don't know any any self-respecting person who wants to fly a Nazi flag in their freaking front yard. I guess I'm going to ask a really stupid question here. Like, when does it become just enough? Like, don't we get it? We all understand this, America. Like, why don't any of you people get this? We know that racism is bad. We know not to judge somebody based on the color of their skin. You know, we know this. We we know this in the same way that we know don't rape a woman. Well, we've had this discussion, though, but you can't erase history, and that's what's I, going on. You I cannot, blame Gillette. You cannot erase – yeah, really. You cannot erase history, though, and that's what's going on. I mean, you know, as one person – I'm trying to remember who said it, but the, the quote is quite – it's proper, you know. You have to remember where you came from, also, and trying to dis- just make it disappear doesn't work. Well, you can't, they're not about that life. You can't make things disappear. You can't make the Second World War disappear. You can't make the Civil War disappear. You can't make those disappear. You, I mean, they're they're too much ingrained in the fa- in the history of the world, or and at least the way the countries are even based now, or at least give out all the facts. All right. I mean, again, we understand it. We get it. But jeez, oh, a shoe, a shoe. Yeah, well, I, I, and it's actually a patriotic type shoe. I mean, I, I looked, yeah, seen a copy I would have bought it. it. Yeah, I'd have bought it. Yeah, it was a nice shoe. I mean, I like, I like this country. All right, that I'm one of the few people, and everybody can quote me on this. I'm one of the few people where I will look at everybody and say, I do love my country. I don't trust my government, but that's a topic for a much different discussion. But if everybody is so unhappy with how the world is and we're all a bunch of bad people, and by bad meaning because we're white, we're bad people, um, and the American flag is bad and the Betsy Ross flag is bad and we're just a bunch of you – know, you know, just a bunch of nasty people who like to throw kids in detention camps. Like why are you here? Like, like, why the hell are you in this country? Like, go away then. Well, I got a better question for you. If we are so terrible, and it just, this place is just absolutely so bad, 
Why are there so many people trying to get in? Thank you. <laughs> when our president, who I may not always agree with, you know, called those two countries shitholes, the verbiage was bad. All right. We can all acknowledge the verbiage was bad. He wasn't very diplomatic. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But he may not have been as far off as people think. Yeah. The thing about it is, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I know nothing really about the country that he's talking about. But I do know this much. I there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people that want to come yeah. here. Yeah, for Lots what? of them that want to come here. And everybody talks about how bad our country is. <laughs> and listen, there. Yeah, if you don't like the place, then find somewhere else you do like and move there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and... I guarantee you, you'll be back. <laughs> yeah. But Colin Kaepernick, who is at best, at best, a C-rated quarterback. Like, the highest he got was 16, uh, 16th overall quarterback. Good job for a Super Bowl freaking winning QB. We all know the defense got him there to begin with, but that's but that's, that's neither here nor there. But... Like, why can't people just accept the fact that Colin Kaepernick doesn't play in the NFL anymore because Colin Kaepernick sucks? Colin Kaepernick is a shit quarterback. Well, that was the whole deal about it. You know, everybody yelled it was racist, 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 you know, and maybe it was uh, his abilities, too. I mean, you know, there, there's the more, man had there's, horrible stats. There's more to it than just one side. Yeah, because let me tell you something. I don't care what color any person is. If your stats were good, they'd have shut up. They would have shut up about it, and they'd have been like, "Oh well, man, this son of a bitch." They drafted a. I don't remember if it was this year, or last year. They drafted a guy out of college that supposedly was looking at rape charges and stuff like that, and they drafted him. So obviously, yeah, I mean, Ray Lewis played in the NFL, and he had a felony charge. All right, so don't you know? I mean, that. So when people say things like all oh, this racism and stuff like that, come on, man, check your privilege, check. Check your facts, better yet. <clears throat> so needless to say that we won't ever get to see how wonderful those Betsy Ross yeah, I mean, shoes are. I wonder how much money Nike spent on those two to make all those shoes. Like, perhaps Nike should consult Kaepernick before they ever decide to even put anything out there. I mean, that's just my idea. You know, because obviously, which, to Kaepernick's defense, sales have gone up. 10%. Stocks went up 15%. We just heard it. Yeah. You know, numbers don't lie. Hey, if it's working for Kaepernick, have at it. Right. If Nike, which I don't really believe that Nike gives two flying shits about the real problems of the world. They saw an opportunity and they took it and they're giving Kaepernick a little bit of leeway. Well, they were making 4th of July it. shoes. I mean, that's why yeah. I'm shocked to me that they... Uh... Yeah, which would have been a pretty cool idea. I I definitely would have thought twice about not buying Nikes, which I have yet to buy a pair of Nikes ever since this whole debacle because I just think it's just low-hanging fruit. So instead, I stick with my New Balance, and I stick with my DCs because <laughs> we keep it G around here. And that is the, the truest uh, truest nonsense on the planet. So we will uh, we will see when the next time... There, there is an issue. So we will switch gears to, and we didn't really get a chance to talk about it last week with everything going on, but the Democratic debates, that three-ring circus, had some stars, yes, had some fails. Yes. Uh, 
on on night one, like if I had to compare the Democratic um, debate to like a heavyweight fight, like night one was the undercard. Right. Those were the ones who had, you know. Those um, were the ones that barely made the cut. Yeah. And um, I mean, they had a couple people in there that were polling at like a zero percent. Oh, yeah. Um, Beto was on night one. Bill de Blasio, I think, was on night one. Yep, uh, Bill de Blasio. Um, Pocahontas. God damn it. What the hell's her damn name? Oh, um, Warren. Yep, Elizabeth Warren. And uh, the unlikely winner, the unlikely winner, uh, Julian Castro. Yes. Why? Here's why. All right, because the man threw a curveball. The man threw a curveball. He didn't word it correctly, but that's okay. We can't fault this man for every little thing. But Julian Castro, when they were all talking about abortions and stuff like that, you know, women's rights, cool. Got no issues with it. Julian Castro made a very smart move because as he was giving his spiel and stuff like that, he threw in the transgender community, and he was the only one of the night to even mention the transgender community, which I thought was extremely impressive yes. and and very smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very smart. He's covering all groups, so I'll give him credit for that one. Yeah, and uh, I don't really understand um, Beto, you know, with first question of the night, going to Beto. And Beto goes into this 10-minute Hispanic monologue, and I'm like, what the? Like, what the – I couldn't swear I had Telemundo on. Well, tell, uh-huh. well Telemundo was one of the, the people that were sponsoring it, so. Ah, now then that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, and I'm not going to be foolish enough, like, actually, some conservative media sources publicly saying that was, that was the stupidest thing on the planet, like, you know, to answer a question in Spanish if they're in America. I'm not going to get into that debate, all right? The man asked the question in Spanish. He nah, answered in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't he didn't go off in a tangent, but man gets it, so. <clears throat> but yeah, um I thought that was very 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 intelligent of him. Um Elizabeth Warren <laughs> was not impressed. It was literally like a three-ring circus and nobody really stood out, but they went ahead and they gave the win. To uh, Julian Castro, that is per Vox, that is per CNN, that is per MSNBC. Hey, if more than one news outlet gives credit, we're just going to go ahead and toss it to him. Yeah, I haven't seen what the actual (laughs) polling numbers come out of that deal. That's what I'm extremely interested to see about that, which those should probably be released either today or tomorrow. And then then we have the representative from Hawaii that was there, I believe. Oh, yeah, that nut job? I can't think of her name right now. Actually, they they said she did pretty good, too. I I don't even remember. And then we go to the main events. Oh, Night two was awesome. Night two was superior to night one. It was good. It was damn good, America. Why? Because you got to hear. You got to really see people take some shots. Nobody took shots at Elizabeth Warren on night one. That's okay. But night two didn't disappoint. <laughs> night two was where it was at, damn it. And the, uh, that the person who walked away with it, again, we call things right down the middle. Kamala Harris. Boom! Yes. Kamala Harris. We, we, we didn't really know what to expect. And this, is, and this will be what will 
be very telling because she goes to the biggest kid in the playground and swings for the fences. Yes. And she connected. Oh, yeah. She connected. And regardless, regardless of what type of political party that you affiliate yourself with, you have to acknowledge a home run when you see one. Right. Kamala Harris, boy, delivered. And she delivered, and it started like this. Um, I do not believe you are a racist. She is saying and this to I Joe Biden. You when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe, and it is personal, and I was actually very, it was hurtful. To hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. Bam. Attacking former President Joe Biden. Yeah. Former Vice President Joe Biden. Bam. Who is, the, who is the front runner? Well played. Well played on Kamala Harris's part. Um, I know what she's doing. It's a dirty, it is a, it is a very nasty trick. Very nasty. Like, she is setting this man up for failure. Um, he did have some good comebacks. Got to give credit where credit's due. Um, longevity. It didn't work out to his advantage. He backed away just when he was starting to get amped. Oh, man. Like, that was getting good. I was like, yeah. like oh, man. Yeah, when he said his time was up. Yeah, he yeah. backed away for that. But before that, the real um, – the man took it straight to her, and he took it to her with uh, this reply. So my hat's off to the former vice president. Your Democratic rivals are implicitly oh. saying that you have issues. Sorry. Uh, that was my bad. Bad filing transfer. Oh, bollocks. That's all right. That, we can come back to that. But um, he goes on record and goes straight to defending his record. Says, yes. hey, you know, first words out of his mouth. I did not endorse those two people that the former senators, God rest her soul. I get it. Dead body's a dead body regardless of how you feel. Um, but the man said, I didn't, I didn't condone what they did. I didn't even embrace it. I stood, I did what he had to do. Man's not wrong. Right. Forced busing did a lot of bad, like, and not a lot of people want to acknowledge that, but forced busing, forced busing was bad for a lot of reasons. Forced busing was bad because they passed this bill in the hopes of trying to get everybody on board, and that doesn't work out a hell of a whole lot. So now you've got, you know, that these African-American kids who are not causing any problems and stuff like that, but now because of this forced busing system, they're forced to go to school 45 minutes away. Right. And when you have stuff like that, and they don't know nobody, they well, don't know that, anybody in the area. Yeah, that's because, and part of that was because of the way that the country was set up at that yeah. time. I mean, yeah. And, and, and we still have a little bit. Of, and if you don't believe that, you know, just go go to different communities and look at the makeup sure. of the communities, and you will realize that you know, you know, people you know of different minorities and ethnicities they they normally live in the same spots. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and you know, and that was what I would have liked to have seen 
Joe Biden do? I, I, I would have liked to have seen him say, no, that was a shit bill because it was. It was a bad thing. It wasn't bad that they were forcing them. Well, it was court order too now. A lot of people yeah. realize that. It wasn't bad that the fact that of them wanting to integrate everybody, the forced busing was horrible. Yeah. It just it just didn't work out for anybody. Yes. Because everybody's fighting. And we're, still, and we're still left with that system too, by the way. Yeah. And that's absolutely horrible. So the other side of it is they had something, uh, the other side of the coin, which is white flight, which is everybody just pack on up and they right. haul ass out. You know, which I don't really see that being beneficial to anybody either. But well, no, the, the communities, you know, you do the white flight if you look at it. Yeah, traditionally, you know, the, the areas that were were left. Yeah, um, but Biden was a hundred percent correct when he said we left that up to the states to delegate that. Right. He is a hundred percent correct. And sometimes the states do know better about what their population looks like than the federal government. Well, exactly, and but you know. But Kamala Harris would not let up on that. She wouldn't let up on right. that. And I'm like, oh, man, like that's a rough one. That is, uh, that is a rough one. Well, many both said this. And Biden, one of Biden's problems is that he has such a long career with so many different people in that career. Sure. That doesn't fit with what was going on today, but fit when, when he was first elected. So Now that's true. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you go to work, you know, if you ever had a long-term job, you go to work and you start, you worked in there, and the people you started with 10 years later are not the same people that you worked with. Well, and that is 100% correct. You so, still got to get along with everybody that you work with. Right. So Kamala Harris walking away, looking like the champion. Yes. And uh, I, I very much look forward to see um, to seeing how things pan out for Mr. Biden if he drops in the polls. Oh, he dropped he dropped ten points. He dropped ten points. He dropped ten points and she, since that? And she went up nine and nine point eight from the last poll I He's read. done. He doesn't get it. Mark uh, my words. He's still he's still the front runner. Everybody doesn't else. matter. He won't get it. If his points didn't move or they varied like one or two, yeah, he the dropped, man's untouchable. He dropped ten points. Yeah, he's done. He is done because now everybody's going to push because here's what I noticed about Biden. Biden, like Biden looks lethargic. Like he, like he's, he seems very out of breath. He doesn't. And, and they're going off of that. They're going off of Biden. Biden is old. Biden is out of touch. Homeboy uh, called him out on it. Called him out and said, I remember a man who said, when it's your time to go, you pass the torch on and let the next generation come. Democratic rivals are and, and he had nothing. He had nothing, nothing to say to that because Biden knows. Right. And that's what hurt him. That hurt him a lot. Well. So it'll be. Right, right, right now, you do not have a candidate on the Democratic side that I've seen yet that's pulling to the center. Right. And for whatever reason... You can't, like I said, half the country doesn't feel that way, and then you've got the independent voters that are there that nobody's really talking about, and they're going to be the ones that swing. Oh, absolutely, and that'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, people like Andrew Yang yes. got a total of three minutes of talking time in night two. Three minutes. Right. Well, and and we said this before. I mean, you know, this the the 
number of candidates has got to with has got to get smaller so we can finally figure out who's going to be there. <laughs> but until it happens, <laughs> you know, because of what there's like twenty two of them running, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that, some, they were pricks, man. It's some outrageous <laughs> number, and I'm like, okay, we got to get rid of a few here. But um, the funniest line of the night is uh, old Bernie, old pudding eating Bernie. Oh, Ber- Bernie, Bernie again. <laughs> the pudding. Mr. Mr. He went on record. This is not a left wing thing. This is not a right wing thing. This is a this is cold hard facts. The man endorsed communism in the eighties. Video about it. Uh, yeah, had had a light had a bread Russian, lines. Had a Russian flag flying in his. Office. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh lord. So Biden, or we will play this clip and uh, we'll see how everybody uh, see how everybody thinks. Will taxes go up for the middle class in a Sanders administration? And if so, how do you sell that to voters? People who have health care under Medicare for all will have no premiums, no deductibles, no co-payments, no out-of-pocket expenses. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in health (laughs) care. Well then, I don't know about you, but I am sold. (laughs) Well, the problem with it is that, okay, but if you don't go to the doctor... And you don't pay anything, but you're still paying more money. And, like, Bernie had a strong coming out. He had a strong 24 hours, even 48 hours. Had a very strong one, and you can't take that away from him. People are starting to see just how radical Bernie is. Um, and that's not faring well. You can't, you can't expect to get the support of the world by saying, I'm going to give you free stuff. Well, how are you going to pay for it? Free stuff. Like, what? Huh? What? Yeah, well, free stuff works great, like I said, until you run out of money. There's no such thing as free. free. Yeah. The redistribution of wealth, you can look in history. And you can bring up Norway and Denmark all you want to, but guess what? They're 75% operating under a capitalistic society already. They just had a few things that they implemented, and everybody refers to them as socialists. Come on. Well, the interesting thing about that is, I believe I know it was Sweden. I believe you know they started the uh, some of the programs are talking about like you know free money to the poor stuff like that. Yeah. Well, what do they do? They just killed all their programs. Why? Because it wasn't working. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody wants to see how great uh, socialism works, uh, look at Venezuela. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That freaking dictator down there, man, was a freaking dick, though. Sheesh. Oh well, they just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, but they, it, but it's not. You know, this is a second one. You know, this was yeah. his successor. Yeah. And then so that, um, who that was that, like Julian? Uh, Julian? No, it's not Julian Castro. Damn. What are you talking about? The guy from Venezuela. Um, oh, I can't think of, this, of the one that's there. Yeah, now. it's going to elude me. But yeah, they were at one point. A, Chavez was the one that was before him. Yes. Um, but Venezuela had this. Huge plethora, you know, oh, and found they, their niche in the world within the oil field. They, they had, yeah, they they were like the strongest economy yeah. in South America, and everybody was wanting to live there. And they were making, you know, they were talking about how the good times were so good, and now, well, yeah, nothing. I mean, that's because Chavez. Thank you, yep. thank you, Ralph. Um, that's because redistribution of wealth. Sooner or later, the well runs dry. And that's the cold, hard truth. I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but sooner or later, the well 
Nicholas Maduro. That was who it is. Damn it. Yeah. Ralph, you were on point, buddy. Um, Thank you, Ralph. Yeah. Sooner or later, y- that you can't keep grabbing. The more you grab, you're screwed. You are screwed because eventually all the people that are in the 1%, you grab so much from them, they're no longer the 1%. And now they start coming down. Yes. Well, yeah, I know that they just – I know there's a big thing that they just said uh, Venezuela was, was selling gold. And I'm talking about they're selling tons of gold just to keep the, the government propped up. I want some gold. Maduro, hit me up, man. I'll buy some gold. I got a wooden nickel and a good IOU. Unreal. Um, but yeah, but everything has been kind of, kind of evenly keeled this uh, weekend as far as like the Democratic Party goes. I mean, aside from AOC's nonsense, but she's an idiot. I don't, I don't like her. I and I make no qualms about that. But then again, that there are people on the Republican side that I equally dislike because yes. I think they're equally as idiotic. Well, I mean, AOC is just her comments. I mean. I knew that she went to the board. She gives me hope, though, because me doing my little rinky-dink podcast leads me to believe that at any point in time I could run for senator. She was a bartender before she got elected. I can do it. Well, AOC went to the border, talked about border patrol and everything. That was how bad the border was. And supposedly this happened on a Sunday. Right. And walked inside and had an altercation with the – People at the border. Now, she was part of a, an official delegation, a U.S. Yes. House representative delegation for the uh, his, is it Hispanic Caucus. I have to make sure I say that correctly. Yeah. But anyway, they're, they're doing a tour of the border, and as she's doing the tour of the border, she get, supposedly comes outside yelling that the people are drinking out of toilets and refuses to continue the tour even though they're walking them around the whole facility to show them the whole facility and refuse to go through the – and then, of course, you had a lot of discouraging things to say about the Border Patrol. Well, and the funny part about it is the fact that later on that day, one of the, um, one, one, one of the high-ranking officers goes on a major media source and says, okay, AOC came. She finally sees what we've been saying. Like, say, oh, wait a minute. You remember all that, right? When you told us how we were full of crap, how there wasn't a crisis. You said it was fake news. She never left the lobby. She stayed with a family that was there in the lobby, but never left the lobby as well. Yeah. What was what the actual news report? And this was like. And the man said, if you see it's this bad and you're reporting that it's this bad, and I quote, get us some funding. Right. So President Trump did sign something on Sunday, and that money will be released, hopefully. Well, yeah, 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 they they were begging. I mean, there were some. I know there was a court case that came out of California where the judge actually stated that you know, you know that they understood the conditions and they had to have time to get the money to the to the appropriate places. So I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's if people really care about what's going on at the border, we understand that it's you know that it is a crisis. It's not a bull crap crisis. It's not a fake news manufactured crisis. It's a legit crisis and it's been a crisis for quite some time. Right. But and and before the Trump administration too people do not yeah. do not believe that this is just a a Trump thing. This Everybody's got to share uh, the burden on this one. This has been going on for a while. Oh yeah. 
you know, this is also through the Obama administration and the administration before that. So I mean, you know, I mean, you've got people seeking asylum. You've got you've got uh, the justice system going after parents, and these parents have got kids, and people think, oh, I'll bring my kid over. It's a safe haven. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it is not because that kid will go in that asylum detention center, and they'll lock your ass up. Well, I remember. Tw- I remember 2015. I think we had a clip before where Obama said, "Please do not bring your kids to the border." Yes. This this is this is President Obama going. Please There's don't bring your kids that. to the border. There's nothing wrong with wanting a little bit of security. We need help down there. They're 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 coming in thousands, and that's the cold hard truth. I don't care that they're here. I could care less. Hey, if you can make good and do what people before you keep, you know, didn't do, then more power to you. Have at it, man. Right. But just do it the right way. That's all. I have a friend of mine. Um, we actually call him Brazil. You can call that racist if you want. I don't care. But that's what everybody calls him. Man came over here on a work visa, did his work, did his time, now has legal citizenship, and... The funniest part is the fact that this motherfucker lives the American dream better than 80% of Americans, all right? He started his own business. He worked until he saved up and bought his own business, and now he's one of the most successful, successful car detailers in Sarasota, bar none. Right. Because the man knows what he's doing, and... I love stories like that. I think it's great. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't care what color you are, white, black, Puerto Rican, no, Asian, no, no. shit. If you yeah. can take advantage of it and make it work in the right way, more power to you. You, you mean capitalism, the stuff that doesn't seem to work anybody, help anybody? Yeah, because I damn sure don't want the government putting their hands into my pocket. Why? Because I got bills. Unless <laughs> they're going to pay my bills. Yeah. Which- if you're going to pay my bills, then have at it, buddy. But I don't see that really being a thing, my man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad, but yeah. I got a mortgage. I got a bike payment. So if you're not going to help out with that, then kick rocks. Leave your damn stuff alone. <laughs> Go away, you bunch of mean people. Go away, <laughs> Indeed. So we will switch gears and uh, crazy-ass stuff, boys, going on in, in Portland. Portland, Oregon, of all places. Like, Why? Why? Because of the fact that you got a bunch of little punks that are sitting around, and uh, well, they've started their own little war there. By the way, I mean, yeah. yeah. And as a result, we get things like this, where we get this man who sat there and he was viciously assaulted. And here's the funny thing about it: the the story behind his assault was that he was trying to help a yeah a gentleman that was. Well, you know, a, a a gentleman with the pride situation. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure exactly. He was what. a journalist. No, no, actually, no. The guy that you just showed was not. He he. Uh, well, no, but the person he was trying to help was was a journalist who happened to be homosexual. Okay, well, I've heard two things. I heard, I heard that one thing. I heard that he was actually trying to help a person that was running around in like a sundress. That was a, that was a homosexual no, sundress, and that this person was being attacked, and he was trying to get this person away from the attackers when he got attacked. Hmm. So, the big but, thing, but, but I know that was one of the stories that came out of that. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that was uh, uh, that was crazy. And, and the journalist got attacked. And if you have not seen the video, go look at the video. That's that's very interesting. I will I will make sure to post the link of the video in the comment section below. 
But this story, um, kind of updated a little bit, released by the Washington Times, Portland, Oregon Mayor Ted Wheeler said uh, on Monday, which was yesterday, that city officials would do, quote, everything we can, end quote, to hold accountable the people who engaged in violence at Saturday's protest, inciting the city opposes such behavior. Again, quoted, we will do everything that we can to make sure that those who have committed violence are held accountable, the mayor tweeted in his first public comment yesterday since Saturday's wonderful uproar, which you know, the, caused the, problems. The, the interesting thing about the journalist, what a lot of people have not found out, is the journalist was standing in front of a government building, and guess what was housed in the government building? What? The police department. They were actually, he was standing actually in front of one of the main headquarters for the police department in Portland when he was attacked. I'm so glad that you brought that on up. Um, Senator in Texas, Ted Cruz, called Sunday for law enforcement to investigate and bring legal actions against the mayor, Mr. Wheeler, accusing him of ordering police to stand by and allow citizens to be viciously attacked by domestic terrorists for political reasons. I don't like that phrase, domestic terrorist. I wouldn't necessarily call – I wouldn't give them that much credit. I wouldn't call the KKK a pack of domestic terrorists either. Well, that's the new terminology. Yeah. Timothy they are Mc, a bunch Timothy of Timothy McVeigh was considered a domestic terrorist. Well, Timothy – funny. Tim, Timothy McVeigh did more damage for – you know, with a little bit of planting and a little bit of C4. Who knew? Well, oh, a fertilizer whole lot of fertilizer but that's just undeniable truth that when people like to start on the stupid gun war thing that's the first place i go hey timothy mcveigh did it buddy yeah but you know but but we have to get you know the thing about the first amendment and everybody doesn't understand this the first amendment guarantees you the right to protest it doesn't give you the right to hurt people there's a little bit of a difference in there it says that you can you can organize and protest fine but it doesn't say you can destroy property it doesn't say that you can you know, injure people. It doesn't say that you can just completely start a riot. That's not protected by the First Amendment. And Antifa stands for, what is it, anti-fascist, right? Yes. So why in Portland were they in engaging in what seemed to be pro-fascist? Oh, well, yeah. That, huh. Well, what gets me Attacking about a member of the LGBT community? Yeah, yes. Hmm. Which is very interesting because, you know, they all wear masks and they all... You know, Which it, is illegal in most states, but states it happened don't. to be in a state that is not illegal. It's legal in Portland. But yeah, I mean, it is know, legal in Portland. It, they're allowing them to you know, attack people. And, you know, everybody talks about tolerance and understanding the other side. And you cannot, you know, how, how can you have tolerance or understand the other side when you're attacking them? And I mean physically attacking them. It's bad it, enough to verbally attack them, but yeah. to physically attack them. Look at this. For those of you who have just joined us, and and we'll show it again, this is the result of such a wonderful group as many people on social media have gone and tried to defend. They defend Antifa. You can't. I will say, I will say it is funny, though. <laughs> All the damn Antifa kids, fucking white people. A lot of them, yes. 
all the ones who ended up getting arrested. All the ones who get arrested, yes. And, and, and you know, most of the ones, I know that the one of the, they, they've. This re- message goes out to the African American community. Can you please control your mans? All right, control your people, please. Control your white brethren out there causing shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, well, and both—I mean, was the Proud Boys, I believe, is the other side. You know, there, there's another group there. And, I would love and to get the Sarasota chapter of the Proud Boys on this show. And supposedly they, you know, they are the 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 anti Antifa people, and you know, they're they're having an argument. There was a big blow up over that, like here in town, and. And and I wanted to have them on the show so I could get down to brass tacks exactly what the hell it is that they stand for. Right. Because I don't know a heck of a whole lot about them in general. Right. I, 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 haven't, heard, it, I haven't heard about them. I've heard a lot about, about Antifa, but I haven't heard a lot about yeah, them. Yeah. That they were something ridiculous like their initiation while everybody beats the hell out of them. They have to list as many cereals as possible. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Like, are, are these people just retarded? Like, you know, which we understand, and that's an insensitive word, so I apologize about that. But, like, we have a right as humans, not as white humans, not as black humans, not as colored humans, purple humans. As humans, we have, a, we have an obligation to get rid of hateful things and get rid of hateful people. All right. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. All right. And we'll use the Black Lives Matter thing as a great example. I want to see the people who say that black lives don't matter. I want to see the people who say that the LBGT community doesn't matter because that, my friends, you've just identified the actual problem instead of making up problems. Right. I, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what matters most. I agree with that. that, that that's the the issue that we're running into. You yeah. Know? You know, everybody wants to talk about to- tolerance and everything else. Well, you know, to change somebody's mind doesn't mean that you howl them down. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you can't get violent with somebody because they disagree with you. Disagreeing is also protected by the constitution and people well, exactly. forget that. Well, and believe me, I have seen, I have seen Antifa do it. I have seen white nationalists do it. Yep. It does not matter. Wrong is wrong. wrong. It's KKK. Yeah. Screw them, bunch of Neanderthals, bunch of yeah. idiots. Like there, there's a reason why that their parents don't like them. I get it. I mean, jeez, I can't believe that the KKK is still a real thing. Like it's still a prevalent thing. Yeah, it still exists. I, I, I didn't think so. I didn't for the longest time because I'm like, what the hell? They, they, they've been quiet lately because they've been taken over by other stuff. So. <laughs> but they're still, they're still out there. Yeah. And if you're a David Duke or Richard Spencer fan, you're probably not the best person in the world. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, somebody said that David Duke ran for public office. He did. Freaking wow. He actually did run for public office. <laughs> what was his campaign slogan? There's a final solution. <laughs> I think we've tried that one. Yes. What the hell? Too much. Hasn't anybody ever watched freaking, uh, what was it? Um, Endgame. Endgame, yes. Or no, not Endgame, Infinity Wars, all right? If you want to put a real good basis on life, Thanos said it best, man. Too much to one side, too much to another. Bad balance is the key to everything. There is a lot of truth in that. A lot of truth in that fictional story. Um, But we got about 15 minutes left. quoting Mr. Miyagi talking about you have to find balance. Yeah. 
breathing, Danielson. Now <laughs> we're we're gonna switch over to local idiots in the news. There's all sorts of them. What is with these people? So we got uh, what is this? Big headline today in the Sarasota Herald Tribune. City remains unsure about the use of police body cams. I, 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 I don't know what there's to be unsure about. Four years after Sarasota Police Department bought cameras for the officers and um, bought cameras for officers to wear and record their actions, the city leaders are still wrestling with whether or not to use them. What is the damn holdup? Holy shit. In the latest discussion came last night at the Monday night city commissioners meeting. Any further research by the Sarasota Police Department came back before the commission had the chance to present the pros and the cons and the challenge that would implement the cameras. The pros and revolves around increasing transparency, twist, um, and trust between police and citizens. That's huge. Yes. That is, that is definitely a pro. A um, lot of cons in that, though. And, of course, Sarasota Herald Tribune is not going to list any of the cons. Like, why would they? But speaking as somebody who spent many years in police department, what would be a con to the body cam? Um, if any. The bad thing about body cam sometimes is the way they record. So they don't necessarily get everything that happens. So what you get is a start of or a part of an altercation without the whole the whole asset of it. It's like now, why wouldn't they get the whole thing? Like because ooh. the way the cams are designed and the way a lot of the, the cameras are designed is they don't turn on until you flip a switch. So you have to. They don't record continuously for the whole shift. They're not designed that way. They're designed to record incidents. Oh, so even if they made it mandatory, it'd still be on the officer whether or not to flick the record button. Well, that well even. Even some places have it where, like, the the cameras come on when you turn the lights on. Um, oh. So the minute you turn the lights on, the cameras come on. But the problem with it is is that, like a lot of places happen, some of this action has already happened before the lights come on unless you actually pull up there with the lights on when you first get there. Right. I mean, so there there are some cons to that. I mean, it necessarily always give you the full story. Also, the angles on some of the stuff that you see can be a little little off. Um, so would they have to create a brand new position for somebody to nightly, you know, either store it or put it in a Dropbox or some shit, clear it? The, and the cameras it themselves only have so much memory. So, right. I mean, you know, you, you can only, you, you know, because as anybody that's dealt anything with, with media knows, you know, media files can get very large, very quick. And it's a condition I of mean, how much. That's an eight hour thing. Yeah. How much memory you've got in the camera, how much memory you've got, you know. You'd have to have like a trunk or somewhere for them to download That's some of the stuff. Crazy. Yeah, I, I had I had a camera system in my in the vehicle that I had for a while, which was great. Right. Problem with it is, is that you know, legitimately you would run out of space to store because I mean, one traffic stop would take you know two gigs. Damn. So, is there a better alternative? Is there a is is there a cheaper way? Like, could. Could it be hooked up almost like the walkie-talkie system, only it's a live feed? Well, the thing about well, then you go back to when you when do you start recording it? When does it not start recording? I mean, you're still, I mean that that's. The, I mean, they have to call in every stop, don't they? Well, yes, 
That's when you start recording. Yes. If they're just driving around being Yeah, but like I told you before, hooligans. like I told you before, it doesn't necessarily always think because, you know, the reason he's calling in the stop is because, I'll give you a prime example, he sees a street fight start. He's pulling up to the street fight. He's calling in the street fight, but you've already missed the first 20 or 30 seconds of the street fight. Well, that there's no way to backtrack that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, that's that's some of the pros and cons of the system. I mean, you know. So would they have to, like, implement, like, a whole new way of doing things? You like, have to, the minute they asked for practically license to, and registration, practically the you have to start the recording from, from the minute they started to the minute they ended the day. Um, I'm, I'm, which is a lot of video. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, mean that seems cam- a lot. Cameras have, cameras have a very good, I'm not going to say cameras don't, cameras have a very good way of doing transparency. Cameras have a very good way of showing interactions in the public. Um, cameras have a way of, you know, a lot of things happen on a lot of scenes that a lot of people don't understand. And when you sure. see it on a camera and get the idea of what's going on, you're like, okay, that's not quite what I was told. Exactly, because everybody tells a story and makes themselves look better than they actually are. Ah, now that, my friends, is and that's a true, extremely true. That's true. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and that's a true statement. Um, do, do I think they should implement them? Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I there has to be some type of way to start to not only make other people feel better, but to make the public start but to then feel you, Well, then you're going to get the other argument that's happened with body cameras of why well, they're covering it up and the cameras have been doctored. And, I mean, yeah, there's oh, departments out there that have cameras that, that doesn't, you know, we can't see everything that happened in the camera. Well, that happens. That's just part of it. You can't see it all. I mean, I mean that there's a good way to stop that. You can go ahead and start trying to apply. I I would, mean, a lot of... I guarantee you 85% of most instances that happen with anything to do with violence or anything with officers, I'm not going to say all because that's not true, but, you know, shootings, people getting hurt, things sure. like that, you know, if you would, if they would have complied with the officer, you know, they would not have got hurt. Well, and and, 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 and a lot of those prove out. I mean, you know, if you go look at it, a lot of those prove out. Hmm. Yeah. That would definitely be something. The guy, you know, if the officer tells you to stop, stop. I mean, you, know, you may not agree with the officer at all. You may not agree. You may think that he's a total right. jerk. I got you. You get your day in court. It's a lot better than being than having some kind of altercation ramp up to a place that somebody winds up getting hurt for for some reason. And you know, when point. we could have just stopped, you know, and and done what we were told to do, or you know, complied with the officer's requests, and you know, had our day in court. Yeah, I mean, that would have been nice in a perfect society, I suppose. But, I mean, I just think that we're a long ways away from people being able to say, you know what? Everything is on the up and up. Well, trust is broken. Because it isn't. Trust is broken. It's going to be, you know, it never is on the up and up. And that's the problem that you got is somewhere down the road, somebody's got to take take a leap somewhere and say, okay, we've got to give this an opportunity to see how it fits. Are Are there bad police officers out there? Sure. Oh, yeah. Nobody uh, I'm, can I'm, debate I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not going to debate that at all. It happens. I know they're out there. Yeah. Um, I, you know, but, but how do bad, you fix? But there's bad. But there's bad people in every profession you pick. No, I Doctors. Agree with that. I mean, we've had a few judges lately that's got arrested and put in jail. I mean, yeah, so uh, it does happen. I mean, they're just they're just uh, every, very every, unique individuals. Every prof- every profession has it. Sure, absolutely. <clears throat> Well, we have come to that unfortunate time. Um, we're getting closer, we? What does uh, 
If anybody wants to send a shout out, um, I want to congratulate the people of the state of Florida. Now, what the hell they do? I, I am so proud They're of all of y'all. I, I am so extremely proud of you. Tells me nothing. Um, because <laughs> for what we already know, we finally have somebody to tell us that what we know. Florida is rated as the fourth worst state for drivers. I believe it. Tying with Nevada and Texas. So shout out to everybody out there that can't drive. With all your piss shit. poor freaking uh, driving skills. Good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. We, we are so Idiots. proud of you, you know. Because, you know, finally they have come out, because Smart Asset did a study on this. And like I said, Florida rated, believe it or not, fourth. We tied with Nevada and Texas. Number Imagine one was that. Mississippi. Really? Yep. Number two was Alabama. <laughs> Imagine that. So, you know, and some of the things that got us to number four, we had the lowest insured drivers in the state. <laughs> with, 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 with people with people with insurance rates are like seventy something, like sixty. Make sure I get the proper thing. It was like seventy something percent. Um, That's funny. <laughs> the freaking drivers in Florida are freaking assholes. Like they really are. I mean, I, I you know, it, it, well, and then. Uh, the only bright side we had, the only bright side out of the whole thing for us was that we do have the lowest DUI rate in the, in the nation, which was surprising to me. But still, the people in Florida alone, that they're just jackwagon assholes. Oh, they, well. They can't drive to save their ass. So everybody that says that we cannot drive and the people in Florida can't drive, congratulations to all of you. Because you helped we, make us. The- we have done it. We are now at number four. <laughs> Good job. Good job, pricks. Sheesh. <laughs> Just thought I'd pass that out. So next time you're on the road screaming that people in Florida can't drive, you're right. We can't drive. <laughs> and that's proven. <laughs> so good job. Um, <sighs> so we are going to bid a found yet swift adieu. Um, try not to be pricks today. I know that's hard. I get it. Hey, uh, people it, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, please. Weather, oh, yeah. The weather is a, a merciful, unthirstful thing, and you do not need to get sick with this. Boy, I cannot wait till winter. But until then, we're just going to have to suck it on up for a little while. Well, well as, as the saying says, Buttercup, it's only July and August is coming. That's it. <laughs> so we will be back here Friday with more going on in the national and more idiots in the locals. Yes. We still ask requests. Everybody, please call in if you've got something to say. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. And everybody have a um, a wonderful and safe 4th of July. Yes. Please be careful with the fireworks, guys. We don't need anybody to lose any hands. Or more importantly, take that shit out to a field and quit trying to wake my ass up. <laughs> Christ. Bunch of inconsiderate pricks. Like, oh, I it's swear, already, like five days worth of that shit. It's already started around my neighborhood, man. It sounded like the... Like the 4th of July happened last night, and it's probably going to start again tonight. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But we will see you guys here on Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on STLR Media. You guys know me, and you know what I do. Johnny Christ, you see, and the sidekick, Tommy D. I love it. That's so great. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. We're coming up with my own intro. We're done talking about this. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Be good, guys. Be safe. Later.